Let's go here. All right, so first and foremost, let me welcome my guests, David Joseph, first up, from the School of Rock in Chapel Hill, North Carolina, and joining David is Izzy and Mossy Bannister. Good morning to all of you. Good morning, Joe. Hey, we're looking good. We're looking bright. We're looking fresh. <laughs> Dave, are they are they this awake when they're at school? <laughs> I never have them this early in the morning at the school. <clears throat> I have uh, had the pleasure of being on tour with them a couple summers. Um, Izzy is usually pretty pretty up and at him in the morning. Mossy less so. <laughs> you put you put Izzy in charge of getting Mossy up. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> we don't need any sibling sibling rivalries, right? <laughs> yeah. oh, just, you know, knock on the door and say bus is leaving in five. That's, that's right. So so David, I'm gonna I'm gonna get right into this because I got so many questions and uh it is early in the morning. I want to first start by saying thank you to all three of you for joining me here today. It's uh it's my pleasure. This is this is a good time. Um I've always been a fan of the School of Rock. Okay. Um, and for those of you who are watching, who just jumped into the program, we're not talking school of rock, Jack black. Okay. Which by the way, was an amazing movie. I even purchased it and watched it many times because I love what it stands for. And it's, it's a fun movie. Jack black's great, but that's not what we're talking here. We're talking about the school of rock, which is an actual music school. And David Joseph is the owner of the chapel Hill branch. David, if you don't mind, just give me an outline of the School of Rock. How many of these locations are there in the United States and, and so forth? Sure. Yeah. Well, um, so the original School of Rock uh, was uh, founded in Philadelphia back in the mid-90s. And um, the movie uh, is the Hollywood adaptation of that story. Um but uh, since then, it has been franchised, and now there are, I think, nearly 260 locations around the world. Um, most of them are here in the United States. Um, in North Carolina, we currently have five of them, um, with a sixth scheduled to open sometime this year, although that timeline may be changing, you know, given current uh, world situations right but we opened in chapel hill back in um actually three years ago this week may of 2017 may 1st well congratulations on your anniversary thank you thank you and we've uh we've been growing ever since um so we teach primarily kids but not exclusively um we teach them how to play guitar <clears throat> bass guitar uh, the keyboards, drums, and um, vocals. And more than just teaching them how to do that individually, we teach them how to do that and do it as a group. And so we have different um, programs for different age levels. Um, Masi and Izzy joined us, gosh, almost at the very beginning, not long after we opened. And um, they're both uh, as... Um, you know, preteen and teenagers now. Um, they... Um, immediately joined what we call performance program 
And the kids in that program have a weekly lesson and then a weekly group rehearsal preparing um, for a show uh, that, that we do uh, typically every three to four months. Um, and, you know, during the course of that time. And then Masi and Izzy are also part of um, what's called the house band, which is by audition. And it's for young musicians who are super serious about music and want to spend more time on it. And um, those kids have an additional uh, workload, if you will, of uh, songs that they learn and sure. then perform. they get to play more frequently out at uh, venues around the area when, when we're allowed to do that. Um, and then I mentioned going on tour. We've taken our house band on tour um, several summers now. Um, and that's, you know, like up and down the East Coast or kind of, you know, down in the Southeast. We were planning a pretty good one for this year. We're going to um, put it on the shelf for the summer and pick it up next year just, you know, with everything going on. Um, but anyway, so we teach people how to play music. We teach them how to play as bands and um Masi and Izzy have been doing it for a while, and they can probably give you a pretty good perspective from their point of view. So, so essentially, you're like you're like an incubator for musicians, artists, performers, singers, songwriters, right? You're, incubator is a word I've never used for this. But yeah. <laughs> Does it fit? I hope it fits. <laughs> Masi and Izzy, I don't want you to think like you know we're we're putting you in an egg and, and like hatching from an egg and. And boom, you're a musician, but, but that's what you're doing. You're, you're, you're creating artists. And, um, I'm going to, I want to ask, uh, Masi and Izzy this question. Uh, what made you like, like what makes someone like yourself, teenagers want to go to the school of rock uh, versus the road that I took and hung out in my garage and, was banging out Ted Nugent songs by myself and then with some friends. What makes you want to really step it up and, and go and get an education from a music rock school? Um, I think, honestly, it's like you can go somewhere like really – or I mean, you can try to go somewhere like where they teach you classical music and like, and like theory and all that stuff. But like at School of Rock, you can choose what you learn. And then you also learn that stuff eventually. And it's just like, it's fun. I don't know. And all my friends are there and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like they really teach you about everything too. They teach you about like, not only just playing an instrument, but like performance and like how to manage equipment and all of that too. So it's like the full package. That are they teaching you how to wrap cables properly? I'm a guy who was in a band forever, and I I have a problem with people wrapping up my cables. They're like, "Let me help you." No, 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 no. I have a special way of wrapping my. I didn't realize you taught that equipment management and and like tour setup and the the backstage stuff too, right? Yeah. It's because because you could actually do. You, either of you um, have a, an interest to uh, maybe branch off from being a musician your whole life and, and being on tour, but to work backstage or work as a sound person or a light person at all. If it doesn't work out <laughs> <laughs> right now, your focus is guitar, right? <laughs> and I mean, you're staying with that. Um, <clears throat> Dave, how long have you been doing this? You said three years, right? Yeah. What did, what did you do prior to this? Gosh, uh, <clears throat> a lot of stuff. Um, I, I actually started playing music 
um, as, as a young person, you know, Masi and Izzy's age, even younger, um, you know, my mom had me, uh, in piano lessons in like first, second, third grade, um, learned a little bit, um, nice enough lady, um, wasn't my style, you know, um, at some point, I guess I came out of the closet and said, mom, I'm a drummer. <laughs> I'm, a piano player, I'm a drummer after she put the grand piano in the living room <laughs> i'm a drummer yeah, luckily that didn't happen but um you know played music through the uh the school band through um the church that uh my dad was the priest actually at that church um and then uh, uh you know then life happened then i went off to college um got a, a career so I, I started in the retail industry uh, large department stores in the, in the, the home offices, you know, the headquarters, uh, finance divisions, mm-hmm. doing a lot of planning and analysis and that kind of thing. And I did that for a little more than a decade and then um, went into the software industry on the business side, not the programming side. And um, did a lot of things in marketing and strategy and competitive intelligence and market research and Right, mergers and acquisitions and all that kind of stuff. Um, so, what made you wake up one day and go, "You know what? I think I'm going to open up a school of rock." Yeah, well, <laughs> you know that doesn't happen to everybody. More than a one day wake up. That was a long evolution of every day sitting in front of a computer screen, feeling my soul slowly pouring out <laughs> of my and um, realizing that there was more to life than computer software. And my kids were, um, you know, aging up and and Mm -hmm. one was in college and one was heading to college. And I said, you know, I think there's something else I'd like to do. So I started looking around for business opportunities and and as these things work, you know, you end up on mailing lists and um, started getting opportunities in my inbox. And one of them was School of Rock. And I thought, wow, you know, I love live music. I've loved playing music. Um, let me look into this. One thing led to another. Next thing you know, we're signing a franchise agreement and looking for a location. Wow. And, um, yeah. That's, it's such a cool transition, though. I mean, you, you obviously are around the computer industry, the software industry. Um, and I w- that was one of my questions. I was going to ask you if you were actually a musician growing up. So, yeah. so music's in you. You have it in you, right? And then yeah. uh, how, many, how many employees do you have at the, at the Chapel Hill location? Uh, I think it's uh, 18 or 19. Um, we've got a full-time assistant general manager, a lovely young lady named Haley, who takes care of business every day, um, now remotely. And um, then we've got a staff of music instructors, um, some of whom <clears throat> work just about every hour that we're open, others um, less so, you know, from as many as, you know, 30 hours a week down to, you know, a couple, five hours. And, and it depends on each teacher's um, availability and what right. else they have going on in their lives. Most of them are touring musicians. Uh, they've got gigs. Um, some of them, you know, in the gig economy have other jobs that they do. So Yeah. Yeah. And that's actually, I want to go there because this has not only changed the life for uh people like Izzy and Masi, right? Your life has been changed. Uh, uh, let me ask uh, Izzy and Masi, are you guys like excited 
that you're home more now? <laughs> like in musicians, are you locked in a room writing songs, creating songs, taking lessons? Uh, is this a good thing or a bad thing? Um, well, I guess both. It's bittersweet because like all your inspiration is kind of gone since all you ever do is just <laughs> stay inside. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I feel like it's good though because it's going to be like, it's going to be nice to like go back out and do stuff like play shows and stuff after it's sure, all yeah. over. Right, right. So let me just do a recap real quick because I know I've got some new people in the room and I want to let them know who we're speaking with. I'm here with David Joseph, who is the owner of uh, School of Rock out of Chapel Hill, their their national organization with over 260, Dave, you said over 260 uh, franchise locations. It's a music school uh, covering, you know, all instruments. And I'm also here with uh, Izzy and Masi Bannister, who are students of the School of Rock, and they're going to be performing some music for us today. Uh, so I'm excited. I, I took a quick watch of the video uh, last night, and uh, you happen to pick a couple songs that that I love. Um, is this because I I know the when you know the the original school of rock when this all started out, uh, they they taught a bunch of uh, students Frank Zappa songs, and then I think it was Germany maybe they took the students to Germany. Don't quote me on the Germany part, but it was uh, they they took them and they played with Frank Zappa's band which was like, you know, first of all, Frank Zappa stuff is not easy. And then to learn that stuff and then go to Germany and play with Frank Zappa's band, that's quite an accomplishment. And I think that's one of the differences with a, a school of rock versus taking guitar lessons from the guy down the street or learning from someone on YouTube, right? This is the difference. Um, is it primarily classic rock? Because I know that you know we got a, we have a couple classic rock songs coming up today, but is it any genre? Like, can someone come in here and learn how to rap? <laughs> I don't know why I said rap. <laughs> well, you know, um, rock and roll has roots that come from gospel and from the blues and from jazz and r and and so there's roots and then there's branches. And so, you know, if you think about the, you know, you're talking about classic rock, whether it's Zeppelin or Pink Floyd or the Stones or the Beatles, but then there's, you know, Southern rock and then there's prog rock and then there's, you know, funk and soul and there's, right. um, you know, punk and grunge and <clears throat> all kinds of stuff. So, you know, there, there's pop, although I'm not, such a fan of pop, but, <laughs> um, you know, lots and lots of different genres within the broader rock um, framework. So we try to, you know, expose the kids to as many different styles of music and in as many different bands as we can. Um, and we try to every, every show season, which is like, as I said, three to four months long, typically, we try to provide, you know, some different options for them to choose from. Mm -hmm. um, and also, you know, sometimes we try to gently nudge them in a certain direction to help round them out, you know? Right. Uh, Do they get their choice? Like, like Masi, when you signed up, did you go in there with a list of songs 
like, hey, man, I want to I want to learn Led Zeppelin. I want to learn Stairway to Heaven. Like, like, does are you able to go in there and, and ask your teacher to teach you stuff or do you have to follow their curriculum? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's that's what I like about School of Rock is that like in your lessons, it's not like it's not like stuff you have to do, it's stuff you want to do. So like you can tell them I want to learn a certain song or I want to focus on a certain technique or like a concept. And the, it's just like, I don't know, it's really open-ended to, it can go like any way. Very cool. You know what I'm going to, I want to do, Let, let's go play a song. Okay. Because this is what happens. We build up that anticipation and people are like, okay, man, well, I want to hear a song. I want to hear a song. So I'm going to play a song. We're going to come back. All kinds of questions. We're in no hurry to go anywhere. Um, and now I just want to know, okay, we're going to play a song um, from the Beatles, okay? Izzy, are you a Beatles fan? Like, like is was just one song of the Beatles that you're singing? No, I do like all the Beatles music, honestly. Yeah. Because you, you have a very cool voice. I was really tuning in last night, and, and for you to sing this song, you gave it another, another flavor or something. I don't know, it's pretty wild. You. Yeah, let, let's go with it. All right, so hang tight. And uh, this is Izzy and Mossy Bannister, and they are students at the School of Rock. Right here, I wake up to the vibe. Take a listen. Izzy and Mossy Bannister, students of the School of Rock. And all I can say is this. Never before, ever before, have I listened to that song. And I, th that's one of my favorite songs. But I never referred to that song as beautiful. 
okay for some reason i'm listening to it today and i'm like that's beautiful i mean like you really gave it um well i don't even know where to go with this because i got so many thoughts in my head right now vocally you made it you made that song pretty <laughs> does that make sense <laughs> it's just beautiful i like that you you changed the vocal line in it right yeah is that something you chose to do on your own yeah yeah that's very cool mossy yeah. mm-hmm. you really really blew me away when you started doing the runs in the songs when you moved from the chords you started doing all them walking scales in there mm-hmm. that's pretty cool stuff do you guys do this with a band at the school of rock mm-hmm. you do oh that song specifically but like we do that kind of thing <laughs> yeah you do now i understand uh there's some and 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 David, why don't you set this up? There was a, a national competition. Kind of explain this to me because I, I was a little confused. If you could kind of lay it out, and then uh, I understand that um, you know Mossy it made it through some door, right? <laughs> sure. <clears throat> so um, I mentioned earlier, you know, we have. Uh, young people, Masi and Izzy's ages in what's called performance program. And that's where they learn to do shows. And then within each individual school, um, kids in that program can audition to be in that individual school's house band. And those kids are really focused on music, dedicated to music. It's like their number one activity. Um, And they get to, um, rehearse additional uh, times, uh, you know, every week they, they have a, an extra rehearsal and then we take them out and have them do extra shows um, and go on tour. At the national level, there's this program called All Stars and it is by audition. And anyone who is in a school in that school's house band can audition to be an All Star. And um, it's, it's very, very difficult um, thing to get into. There's multiple stages. There's a local audition. And if they, you know, check that box locally and everyone at the school, you know, we have a, a committee of, you know, three or four um, people, the instructors, the music director, myself, and we say, okay, you can, you can go to the next level. And the next stage is to prepare a video of yourself doing a couple of pieces and answering some questions that you then submit. And, you know, the, the folks at the national level get, I don't know, 1,000, 1,200, 1,600 of these things. Um, And they go through them all. And then they um, give the kids who make it to that next level the opportunity to do a live audition, typically. And they're held uh, regionally. And so, like, for instance, last year, uh, Masi and Izzy and and a third student at our school made it to that level. And they went up to Philadelphia um, to do a live audition there. And that's kind of the final round. And from all those live auditions, um, and, you know, this, this is usually, I don't know the exact numbers, but maybe five or 600 kids get to do the live audition. Maybe right. They keep, they keep narrowing it down, narrowing it down, and then the level and just keeps going up. Yeah, you get selected. If you get selected, it's less than 1% of the total um, you know, student population. So we've got, I don't know what it is, 35,000 kids across these 260 schools or something like that. 
and they pick, I think, 180 kids. And um, this year, um, one of our students, as you indicated, Mr. Mossy Bannister, right here in front of you. Today, That's right. That's right, man. Be proud. Selected to be a 2020 All-Star. And um, I'm proud of him. Oh, I'm sure you are. I'm proud of him. I know, you know, his sister's proud of him. Yeah. And, you know, it's, it's an exciting thing. It's a real honor. It's, you know, the highest level of achievement. And um, this kid works at it. Well, they both do, Masi and Izzy. Yeah, I can, um, I can tell. I can tell that they're hardworking uh, musicians. Well, congratulations, uh, to you on on that award and and Izzy, you just touched my heart when you went like this. Oh my gosh! No, are you you're proud of your younger brother, right? Yeah, I mean, I firsthand know like how hard this experience of like even just auditioning for all three rounds is. So like getting in is just such a big deal. But yeah, that is so cool. So so what now? Where do we go from here? Is uh, is Masi going on tour on a national tour? I mean, obviously, and now I want to talk about this coronavirus and how it's played out with the school, with the students, with the classes, with the tours. There's so many moving parts here. But without the coronavirus, Masi makes the um, the all star group, right? And then what? There would have been a tour, and it would have been a regional tour. So with 180 kids typically that get selected they divide them into teams of about 20 kids per team give or take 25 kids and they would do a regional tour so maybe one would be like the southeast one would be the northeast one would be you know the california coast one would be up the heartland whatever so masi would have been um placed on one of those teams and he would have uh, gone on a little trip and played some music every night and um uh would have uh met and uh, been influenced by a number of different school rock students from around right. the country and the world. Right. Um, and he probably would have influenced a few of them himself. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. So, so, um, Masi, when, when you had this opportunity to uh, audition for this, uh, for this all-star opportunity, did you like just, go home and say, I'm going to nail this. I'm going to work. Um, I mean, I, not really. I just like. <laughs> Beautiful answer. <laughs> no. I had done it the year before, and I was just kind of like, I, I just didn't want to like, I don't know. <laughs> well, you almost didn't just, do it. Yeah, I almost yeah. didn't do it. Um, Is that right? Yeah, because I was just, uh, I don't know. I don't even know what was going through my head, but I just, <laughs> I just kind of like started practicing my songs and then it just went from there. I didn't really have any, like, I didn't expect anything, you know, I didn't think I was going to do like good or bad. I just kind of, you know, uh, what, and what I'm seeing here and, and I love it. I love the way you too. I, I love the big sister thing. So he wasn't going to do it. Now, Izzy, what did you, did you step in here? I mean, <laughs> little slap upside the head. <laughs> Family intervention. We were like, why? Like, intervention. Why? Yeah. <laughs> so when, do you, 
do the two of you have your own band outside of the school of rock? Do you have interest to uh, start up a, a band, a brother and sister? I had a, a a brother and sister on the program, the Scambato siblings, and it's just kind of coincidental. Two weeks in a row, I have uh, siblings on the show that are musicians and, and making music together, uh, and they were just fantastic, just just wonderful musicians. Uh, do the two of you have any plans to write music together and take this as siblings? And, and going on the road, down the road, down the road? <laughs> Maybe. I <don't> Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I, I feel like we're both into different things sometimes. But, yeah, we'll see. Like, are, are you into different music? Sort yeah, of, pretty yeah. much, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. Izzy, what is, what is your preference? What are you listening to right now? I mean, like, if you went to your bedroom and turned music on, what's it going to be? Oh, so many things but i really really love amy winehouse and well just like any vocals focused music really and mossy's into like prog rock and like instrumental stuff right and like <laughs> yeah I mean, I'm, I'm in everything that's true like, but yeah. dave that's that's the cool thing about bringing your 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 child teen and even adult of of, of um bringing them to the school of rock is because you get to focus on the vocal music. You get to focus on singer songwriter, the prog rock and, and move it all around and expose them to all of these different genres. Is that a standard or is that just your, the chapel Hill uh, chapter of the franchise? I'd, I'd say it's a standard. Um, you know, I did, I never attended a school of rock. I wish we had them when I was a kid. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I, I think intentionally, I've certainly tried to, you know, mix it up as much as I can. Um, you know, one, one thing that <clears throat> I'm doing since this uh, shelter in place order is sending out a daily email. I'm calling it Mr. Dave's song of the day. <laughs> okay. Send it out every day to, you know, my, um, uh, email list, which is the parents and ask them to share it with the kids. And I'm sure some do, some don't, maybe some get to it once a week and others do it on the regular. Um, some have told me that it's part of their morning routine now, which I think is fun. Um, but I, I've tried to mix it up. So for instance, you know, one day it might be, you know, Santana. And then the next day, like yesterday, I, um, I, I sent out this song by a vocalist uh, from probably about 20 years ago named Mika Costa. Okay. And um, she had this song, Like a Feather, which, Izzy, if you haven't seen that yet, ask mom to flip you the, the link. It's a pretty cool song. I think you might like it. Um, but, you know, she's, she was just like a vocalist piece. Um, and so I just, you know, I try to get all kinds of influences in there, some old blues stuff, some, some more classical stuff. On Easter Sunday, I put out um, an organ piece from a cathedral, Takata by a guy named Charles Vidor. <laughs> wow. So, so you're challenging them to, uh, to explore in, in, in uh, uncharted territory. <laughs> I hope so. You know, I, I set up the, uh, the water as you say, right. lead them. I can't make them drink it. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> Izzy, what do you like most about the School of Rock? Just kind of summarize it. Um, I don't know. For me, what really stands out about it is like 
I guess any parent can like force their kids to like take piano lessons when they're little. But um, you can't really, I feel like personally, you can't really be a good musician unless you have that like passion for it. Mm -hmm. And school rock actually like cultivates that passion and just like, I think it brings it out and like everyone. And so just being around that all the time is just like great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's very well said. Cultivate passion. Wow. That's, that's actually pretty powerful. Like if I was bringing my son for music lessons and Dave, you said to me, look, we're here to cultivate passion. I'd sign him up <laughs> instantly. I think you ought to steal that line from Izzy, man. Put that in your marketing material because that's pretty, that's a very strong statement. <laughs> All right. So we're going to, we're going to play another song and then I'll come back with a couple more questions. Uh, what is this next song? It's uh, stone temple pilots. Was it right? Why did you choose this song? Uh, I don't know. We both like <laughs> <Yeah>. the songs. <laughs> is your house like the rock and roll house? Like, does your mom? I, and I know your mom's your biggest fan. I, I've spoken to your mother, and and she's the biggest. She's tour mom, right? She's. <laughs> you got soccer mom. Your mom is tour mom. <laughs> so do you uh, do you normally listen to Stone Temple Pilots, or you just pick this one select song and and you're running with it? Um, I mean, we have grunge playing in the house like all the time. Yeah, like all it's the just, time. <laughs> yeah. Really. <laughs> very cool let's play the song stand by here and you are listening to izzy and mossy uh banister uh, students of the school of rock singing the song here from the stone temple pilots <laughs> Thank you. 
Sean, Izzy, and Mossy Bannister, ladies and gentlemen. Right here on Wake Up to the Vibe, students of the School of Rock. And that rocks. <laughs> that was excellent. Man, I can see I can see the 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 fun that you guys are having. Like it, that watching that made me want to like hang out at your house. <laughs> It really, it's like, man, I want to hang out there. <laughs> you guys have such a bright future ahead of you. And you know what's super cool? Uh, on Wake Up to the Vibe, I've had artists on the show who are with record labels and are having movies made uh, of their journey. And, you know, yesterday I had an artist on the show who's a songwriter who writes for, you know, hit songs for people in Nashville. And it's so cool breaking it down. You guys are at the beginning of your journey. And I just think it's amazing on, on where you are right now. Is, how, how old are you? Izzy, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? I'm 16. 16. Masi, how old are you? 14. 14 and 16. Brother and sister. You guys get along, I can tell, right? Who, who, would, who, would, who would win in a wrestling match? <laughs> come on dave who are you putting your money on <laughs> uh, you know if i ever see that it's not gonna be a good day. it's not gonna be a good day right <laughs> hey so so dave this coronavirus has kind of changed your game right you have you said was it 180 students am i yeah we were at about 180 uh Gosh, at the end of February, um, you know, I, I've had a goal in mind of getting to, to 200 students this year, and I felt like it was this was the year it was going to happen. Um, we're taking a little detour. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you and every everybody else, right? So, yeah. so now what? Now, now the students are learning virtually. How's this? Yeah, how's so, this work? Yeah. Um, gosh, right around St. Patrick's Day, so. About mid-March, you know, the whole world was shutting down and <clears throat> the system, the School of Rock system, quickly um, pivoted and we pivoted right with them and went to online classes through Zoom. You know, the whole world is doing everything through Zoom now yeah. as we are here. Today. Here we are, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> so um, our, our instructors are at their homes. Our students are at their homes. They're, you know, meeting on their regularly scheduled lesson time through Zoom. Um, it, it, it creates a little bit of a different approach, you know, internet latency and Wi-Fi quality from one home to the next. And, right. you know, someone has an Apple, the other person's just using a, a Chromebook or whatever it might be. Um, but you know, it, it, we're making it work and the, the staff, you know, I, this is teacher appreciation week as it turns out. And I've been telling them all how grateful I am for them because they have responded amazingly well. It took about a week to fine tune the approach, but now it's just like clockwork mm -hmm. um, and everybody's doing their lessons. We're, we're doing, uh, where we used to have group rehearsals, we, um, have a couple of different things now. We have uh, a check-in slash office hours. We get all the kids in the same Zoom meeting, and everybody gets a chance to see everybody else and kind of say how they're doing. Right, um, right. Good group therapy in that respect, and it's just good to see your friends and your bandmates. And then um, uh, we've been offering master classes and on different topics. So it might be like, you know, the history of Prague or, you know, 
um, a particular class on guitar pedals or, you know, whatever it might be. Um, we're starting now to get back to um, rehearsing per se. Um, we're, you know, we're looking ahead to when we can get back in the building and, and do things as a band. Um, so what we're doing now is playing the songs through Zoom and having the kids play along as the songs are playing. It's not exactly like right right so so let me let me ask you this i mean because this is a a a very odd time for everybody for every business doesn't matter what business you're in right if uh we have a parent in the room i mean obviously this is a national organization uh you're the owner of school of rock in chapel hill and uh, which is in north carolina um, but if I have somebody in Texas in the room or I have somebody in upstate New York in the room and they want to sign their kid up to, to uh, come to the School of Rock, because obviously uh, Mossy and Izzy spelled it out, the differences of going to a School of Rock versus, you know, picking it up on, on YouTube. I mean, it's there's definitely a difference. You're, you're structured and you're, you're – but if I want to bring my, my son – to take lessons and sign up. How do they do this? Like, do they just go to the national website and find their local chapter? That's certainly one way to do it. You can go to schoolofrock.com and then, um, you know, pick locations. It'll, it'll typically, um, based on, you know, where you're logging in from steer you to your local school. Okay. Um, you can go to chapelhill.schoolofrock.com. That would bring you directly to us. Um, the website has all kinds of information about the programs. You can fill out a little, I'm interested form and then, you know, the appropriate person will get in touch and start, um, arranging. Um, it usually starts with one free lesson, a demo lesson, and then, um, you know, assuming everybody feels good about things and they can sign up. Yeah. And we've actually signed up some people during this, um, stay at home thing. We signed up a new, uh, Young seven-year-old female guitar player. She had this pink guitar, Mossy. It was so <laughs> And I, I jumped on to say hello and introduce myself. That's and this, young, this, this young girl, and she's just there. She's so proud of her pink guitar. She got it for Christmas. That's, and, um, and what, is, what is your youngest student? How old is your youngest student? Uh, we we um, take them as young as six. You know, um, typically, though, we're getting kids who are, you know, seven or eight and then up through high school graduate. And then we have, you know, some adults that uh, either um, always wanted to be a musician and finally have the time or used to be a musician and then life got in the way and now they're getting back into it. Yeah. Masi and Izzy, how long have you guys uh, been students of the School of Rock? For me, four years, and for maybe like yeah, I think three for me. Three years and four years, and now I want to know: Are you going to promise me an interview five years from now? Right, we're going to check in. You're going to. It's going to be live backstage when you're on tour, right? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Am I going to see you on tour? (laughs) Is this early for you guys? You're not up at seven o'clock in the morning, right? What, what when this show's over? What, what's the first thing you're gonna do? Make tacos. Tacos? Did you say? Uh, did you say tacos? 
This <laughs> guy, the breakfast of champions right here. Oh my gosh. Hey, listen, I want to thank all of you for being a part of the show today. I enjoyed this and uh, I, I'm always looking to uh, share information with our viewers and all these different aspects of the music industry, right? And I think this is where it starts. Is is Mossy and Izzy? Uh, it starts right where you're sitting and, and and practicing. And you guys are doing a fantastic job. Uh, kudos to you, Mossy, on the on the All Stars, Izzy. It's your job as his older sister to keep him in line. <laughs> okay, <laughs> you are in charge. Okay. <laughs> No, but thank you so much. I hope you guys enjoyed this, uh, and uh, I wish you all the best of luck. Dave, we'll be in touch. Uh, we'll talk about some things because I think you're doing a great thing uh, in Chapel Hill, and and stay strong. You know, yeah. life will return to uh, might not be what we once knew as normal, but we'll get there. Thank you, Joe. Thanks for having us, and uh, yeah, we're going to keep the music alive, man. Um, and we're going to be back on stage real soon and even if it's like you know just a live stream show or a recorded show you know the thing we do is put kids on stage and and we're going to do that awesome let me know how i can help i'm happy to help that's what we're here for thank you sir awesome hey we will see you guys later and have yourself a great day i've got a few announcements i'm gonna make and uh, uh we're gonna put you back keep rocking keep rocking you guys all right Take care. We are, we're tucking you back into the waiting room. <laughs> I love how this works. And you're waking up to the vibe, ladies and gentlemen. It's, uh, I'll tell you what, uh, this is where the music starts. Dave's doing a great thing here in Chapel Hill, the School of Rock, uh, teaching students uh, really from, from the beginning of picking up their instrument right down to uh, how to manage the equipment and backstage uh, the ins and outs in the business of music. It's, it's pretty cool stuff. They're making rock stars, and they, it's a very successful franchise with over 260 around the world. So it's, it's kind of a cool concept. Just want to let you know that I would like to ask you to please share this video. Please follow the page. If you're new here, uh, please follow the page. And uh, because that's what helps our numbers grow. We're just shy of a 1,000 just shy of a thousand please get your grandmother to follow the page come on <laughs> and i just want to say good morning bob good morning bev good morning how are you this morning tim it's good to see you here from texas good morning brother anthony and christine is in the house good morning good morning sean and my good friend bill it's good to see you good morning marlena i want to thank my guest marlena semenza for being on the show earlier this week and Patricia and Peggy, it's good to see all of you here. And the list goes on. Make sure you share the page, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, 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 quick announcement. Yes, tomorrow's show is uh, is canceled. I might replay a show from, uh, from another time. But uh, something came up. Quick schedule change. That's right. And uh, I've got something I need to take care of tomorrow. So I will not be on this show tomorrow uh, live. But I'm asking you to stop by. Who knows? I'm, I don't even know. I have no idea. We're winging it, baby. <laughs> it's so good to be here. Keep your eyes open for Raleigh Up. Keep your eyes open for Exit 27. Keep your eyes open. How about that? 
Fight the fight. Stay strong. Shine your light, ladies and gentlemen. Shine your light. Have yourself a fantastic day. Thank you so much for joining me here. Wake up to the vibe. Please.